Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. Yo, I'm done with the MTA, bro. I'm about to start riding my bike to work. Wait, you, you just, you just started, you just started being done with the MTA. I mean, I thought I didn't have a choice to be done with the MTA, but at this point, I'm not fucking with them anymore, bro. When I was, when I was before I had my car and I was you know, taking the MTA to work, I cut them folk off for about a year and a half before I got my car. I feel like I, they owe me money. I rode my bike to work every day, back and forth. <laughs> it was like eight, it was four miles each way. So I, ro- I literally would ride eight miles a day. I was in the best shape of my life. I At this to, point, I might ride 30 miles back and forth. I don't care. It's worth it. I was on the train today. It took me an hour on the, the W train to go two stops. Only thing I can tell you is wear, wear a rain jacket and when it's hot. There was a dude on clothes. the train who legit, you know how people ask for shit on the train every day. There was a dude on the train that said, look, not going to lie to y'all. I don't have a sad story. I'm not hungry. I just, I just had some food, but I want a bag of weed. Does anybody have any money to give me some bread so I can have a bag of weed? And I was, anybody you know give, what? Anybody give it to him? I gave him a dollar. You gave him a dollar. I gave him a dollar because I said, like, you know what? Yo, you're the, the only honest thing right now in the MTA system. So you gave him a tenth of his way to a dime bag. Yeah. I was going to ask you, when people ask you for stuff, like what is the ratio of... I hardly ever give people money on okay. the train. Okay, if ten people ask you for money on the train, how many people you give money to? Probably zero. It depends on what their story is. Unless they're asking for weed. Because he was honest. Most of the people, I see people on the train and I look at them, I'm like, you're not, you're not asking for the right reasons. Like, I'm not going to give you a bread. You're, you're talking about you're hungry, you have to feed your kids. Dog, you're on drugs and <laughs> your kids are not with you right now. So I don't believe you. Well, America, if you want money out of Nick, just be honest. Tell him what you really want it for. Yeah, be real. Um, What's going on, folks? My name is Ken. I'm Nick. And, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's presence is in the room somewhere. Uh, you listen to the Last Call podcast. Uh, Dave had a, a, a last minute uh, occasion to attend to, so he couldn't uh, make the showing for today. He had to fly back to Wakanda. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I should listen. I I'm not gonna lie. I looked for uh for for one way tickets, but when I looked at it on kayak, it didn't uh, the search button. <laughs> they for April Fools, they should have some type of activation where you can fly to Wakanda. Yeah, you know, people would sign up for that. What? I mean, I'd, I'd definitely get I it. would. I'd see how much it was. I mean, I'm not going to say I'd, I'd book it, but... Um, I mean, Black Panther was a, was a dope-ass movie. I know we have... We've been off for a couple of weeks, so there's a couple, there's a lot of things we're going to cover in, yeah. a, in the span How of was your... Uh, we, the last time we spoke, it was right before Valentine's Day. Did you did you do anything? Um, I, I didn't do much. I'm not... I'm Okay, so I'm like anti-Valentine's Day. I'm one of those guys that, like, if you're going to do something for Valentine's Day, do it the day before, do it the day <laughs> after. Like, don't let the man get you, America. Don't let the man get you get you but you know what i mean i don't know uh i don't know who who you're dealing with uh these days but <laughs> <laughs> no i was uh i i went out to i went out to dinner at uh, uh rockefeller uh the rockefeller plaza which is cool because you get to actually eat dinner and, and have a good time and watch the people skate back and forth i saw a lot of people fall and bust their ass really so that was cool um so i went to that and then i went to it's funny there was an event down at Saks, and um i had no idea some some random white lady shout out to the random white lady you were by yourself because so she held it down who are you with yo what yo what are y'all doing right now so she held it down so i was we was walking by um around the corner and it was we were just walking to the car and it was like oh um y'all Y'all going to the to the art 
uh-huh. event right now and it was like nah what art event and they was like oh yeah just just go ahead just go down here just just yeah y'all dress nice go ahead <laughs> some art event it went down there it was the most eclectic weirdest but dope vibe because they was playing good music yo and, sometimes those are the, those are the best events the ones and, you that know, you just stumble upon and it's like i didn't know nobody there you know what i mean so it's that just, feels good yeah and um, so it was it was a dope ass vibe, uh, cool. They were playing cool tunes in there, and the, the art was dope. Chuck, you you would have liked it. Um, but yeah. So how was your how was your Valentine's? Day? I know you weren't here. I was in uh, I was in Florida. Right. It was chill. It was relaxed. Right. I, I uh, was chilling with fam. Didn't really uh, do much. Chilling. Okay. Had some dinner. Um, kept it quiet. You know. That's that's always good. Yeah. You know I haven't I haven't really I haven't really. I've never went all out. I've never done like an all out Valentine since college. Maybe I had, I, I was dating a girl maybe my sophomore year of college that kind of, she came to visit and she went all out with the, you know, the outfits and everything like that on her end. And what, like a lavish, decked out? Yeah, she had like, you know, a Valentine's Day outfit. All like, red? You did the all red? I think it was red and black. It was cool. Um, but I've never really. I'm not like I'm not anti Valentine's Day. Like I am. You. It's a corporate holiday. But women don't, Day, women don't see it that way. Well, sensible. Most women, sensible women do. Um, what? Go ahead. A lot of women <laughs> don't see it that way. So what do they see it as? They see it as a day where you you know you celebrate the same way Christmas. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Christmas what you, is. What, like, what do you celebrate? I guess you celebrate the uh, the same thing. All right, put it like this: Christmas, right? Christmas comes around. People spend money for Christmas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But Christmas is a holiday that's supposed to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, which a uh, lot of people forget that part. Well, but the birth of Jesus Christ, and there are people that brought gifts you know, to just so that's where the gift giving came from. So of there's course. there's actually a sense of purpose behind. Of that. course. So what is the sense of? purpose I mean, there is a Valentine? sense of purpose behind Valentine. I don't know the history. I have never really felt the need to look up Saint Valentine well, or whatever. Is is that a thing? Is Saint Valentine's Day? Chuck, can you confirm that? Is Saint Valentine's Day a thing? Saint Valentine's, saint Valentine's Day. I'm sure saint Valentine was a saint or something, so right? Valentine's Day is named after Saint Valentine. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. It has nothing to do with love. It has nothing to do with the idea of like celebrating a person. So it was hijacked by corporate profits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So but I every was right. every holiday is hijacked by every Christmas. Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, all of it's hijacked by corporate bullshit. Okay. People celebrate it and spend money. Okay, so what is it? So what is celebrating Valentine's Day? What are you supposed to do? You give people that you love different types. You don't have to spend money to show your love. Like you I can agree. be creative and cook the loved person that you the, your loved one dinner. Okay. You can do a whole lot of creative shit. You don't have to feed into the corporate stuff. With that said, um do when the last time that you did, I don't know if it was this time or another time. <laughs> Um, but when you did have a special someone in your life, did they do anything for you for Valentine's Day? Women? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Women have done special things for me. Like what? They've given me gifts. Uh, there was a one time I got a bottle of my favorite scotch, cologne, and cigars. That's good. Yeah. I mean, certain women, they believe that the perfect gift is themselves, And I'm like, now nah, that's some... <laughs> That's some stuff. Like, that's nonsense. Right. Um, I feel like if if, if one person's going to celebrate, you know, both people should should find a way to... You don't have to buy each other stuff. Like, make the other person feel special. Yeah, tell that, that tell, tell that to the um, to the uh, the women that uh, Dwayne was talking about uh, a couple episodes ago. That well, expect, what was Dwayne saying? Well, Dwayne was talking about when uh, we had a conversation based on chivalry and going out of your way to uh, uh, expense... 
dates and expense time with somebody and that being judged your time was on being judged based on how much you spent on that you know person. what's crazy i had a conversation with my father about this the other day so so my dad is not married him and my mom split when i was seven or eight but i know he's one of those old school traditional chivalrous men where he doesn't accept money from women in any sort of way he doesn't expect women to pay for anything anything like that so i asked him i was like if you were to go out to dinner, if you were dating somebody, you're going out for dinner, like, this is your 12th date, and they've never even attempted to pick up the tab, would you feel any type of way about that? He was like, nah, I wouldn't feel any way. <laughs> and he was like, you young people, like, you guys feel a way, but he was like, you know, whenever I'm dating a woman, I feel like I should always have my own, and if she wants to come and join this, she can, but I never want to live in a woman's house. I never... I never want, if, if I was getting ready to marry a woman and her father wanted to pay for our house for us, I would say, no, I'm not living in that man's house. And I was like, okay, so you're all about, this is your money. She can come up and be a part of it, but you don't ever expect her to lift a finger in terms of finances. He's like, exactly. I don't think it's a joint street. And I'm like, okay. He's like, what about you? And I'm like, well, that's a gender role, exactly. That's honestly sexist. <laughs> but some women don't think of it that way. There are women that think, you know, they, they love to talk about equality like as they should, but when it comes to a dude dating them, they believe that a dude should always pay for certain things. It's like it's it's like equality when convenient type of people. Right. But I believe that, you know, if I'm the first date, I'm traditional. The first even up to the third date, I'm super traditional and I will never even expect a girl to attempt to pay for anything. But after the third date, like if we go to dinner and I pay for dinner, and then we go out again somewhere else to the movies or I'm going to expect you to buy me some popcorn or offer to buy me some popcorn or offer certain things. I don't expect you to necessarily pay for everything, but you should try to pick up the bill at some point and let me say no. And if I'd they rather don't? that if they don't, I mean, I'm going to look at I'm honestly going to look at them away. I'm going to be like, this doesn't seem like a this. If I decided to take us, take it to the next level with you, it doesn't seem like you'd be the type of person to want to do things on a joint venture it seems like i would be holding the credit card the whole time for everything and i don't think that's that a, doesn't make you judge somebody though yeah that's what i just said but yeah. i'm saying like that judge somebody to the point where you'd be like you know i can't fuck this person it would make me eventually if i if if i liked every quality because honestly those are red flags if you yeah think about it. it's a red flag financially wise and like certain dudes they deal with that and and you know that's a whole thing that comes from upbringing too like she might have had a father that's like my father that's and true like my father, his daughter would probably never expect to ever pay for anything because she grew up in a house where the man takes care of all the expenses. Now, other people, they see their parents split bills, like one person pays the mortgage and the light bill, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe the mom buys all the groceries and all the other things and pays maybe uh, for children's clothes and shit like that. But um, now I feel like it has to be a joint venture. This is not a, like, what do you... What are you bringing to the table, honestly? Like, you have a job, you have money, so where's that money going? You're just buying things for yourself? Like, that that, that, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Right, I hear you. Um, uh, so What, what you about did. you? Like, is there a limit on when, like, what number date you expect um, the woman to try at least and pick up the tab? I don't think there's, a, there's like, a number limit. I just think it's something that you feel out. I think it's something that you could tell in somebody's demeanor, um, even if they 
uh, like kind of like what you said, even if after the first couple dates that they offered to pay, just because. Yeah, I feel like that's just a common courtesy. Right. Or it's or maybe not even offer to pay, but like, so it'll be a situation whereas if you go out to a restaurant and you get the, uh, you get the tab. Right, get get the bill, and she's like, "Oh, I got the tip." Maybe right. at least offer it. Right, something like that. But when right. a, when a woman has her mouth closed the whole time, like not say, even has her mouth closed, but it's like, "Oh, I want to go out to here. I want to go out to this place. I like, want to get this. I want. I want to. I want to get the the fucking surf and turf that's on the menu." And <laughs> nah, it's if, 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 if I if I dated a girl like that, the first date, right. and she and she ordered all this surf rack, and turf shit, rack up a bill. If if she orders all that and she doesn't. At least try to pay the bill. Nah, I might not even. Bring, I might tell you, yo, you know what? I'm not going back in the direction of your crib. Do you mind taking an Uber from here? Because there's not going to be a conversation after that. Right. But she definitely will pay for that Uber. Oh yeah, because how else is she going to get home? Because <laughs> I'm, you know, use my account. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, um, but it makes me feel good whenever I go out on a date because I'm always going to expect to pay for at least the first few dates. Like I'm cool with that, but I love it. Like, I went out on a first date, and this girl, she tried to grab the check first. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I took it, but I was like, I like that. I like the fact that you at least took it. One day, right. for for an experiment, maybe <laughs> the person that grabs it, I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> See what you do. I bet you she's not going to hit me up like, ever the, again. <laughs> I'll put you under pressure. Go ahead. You want to reach for it? There's arm no reach back. Um, But so, speaking of like... Uh, <clears throat> independent strong women right um shout out to black panther i know like i said we haven't been off in in, in a couple of weeks i went um to see black panther uh uptown in harlem um on the day it released yes there was the head wraps and the dashikis and the kente cloths out like it was it was it was definitely an experience but i wanted to see it uptown i wanted to feel that vibe right um and it we was dope, Ma- right? Magic Johnson, Magic theater. Johnson theater, yeah. So it was, it was, a, it was a real good time. I mean, the movie was dope. Um, I, I'm gonna go see it again. I want to see it again, um, more so because there were parts that like were so funny. Like there yeah. were there were a lot of one liners that hit that cut so hard. What was the funniest part to you? Um, so to me personally, like the there, I mean, there was like the what are those jokes and all that shit. One the funniest uh, one liner to me was when she called um, the the white dude colonizer. That was like, funny. I love that joke, so, and I like that's been like my subtle low key shit for 2018. Anybody do some that was funny. Some fuck shit is like uh, the the other, the other part with him is when she was like, oh, another broken white boy we need to fix. <laughs> Um, but I think the the part I laughed the hardest, there was really no dialogue to it. It was when they were chasing the dude Claw and he shot up the car and uh, Lupita, Lupita like dragged down the street right, right, in, her, yeah. in the shell of a whip. Yeah. She was driving barefoot and shit. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, was, um, and Lupita was looking so fine in that movie. Fly, oh my God. Fly. You are. Yeah. Mm. Lupita, if you ever see this, I hope Michael Jordan does do what everybody thinks he's doing. And courts you and decides to date you because you think that's what he's doing? Is that I don't know. I, I was, I'm not gonna. Been, I'm not gonna assume. No, like, no, no. But I've been trying to figure out like because I don't know what bet they made, but everywhere that they go, I'll if be she honest, says down, he has to do. Push all right, up. I don't care about the push up part. The push up part could be very friendly, but I'll be right. honest. The body, you could read people's body language, right. and when I saw them, I think they were backstage at the View or the Ellen show, and she asked him to do a push up. He did it, <laughs> but. <laughs> 
She was awfully touchy feely after that, and he was as well. I mean, they were on set. I don't for, blame they them. They were on I set for a long I don't, time. I don't man. blame her, you get, you and get, I don't blame him. They're both on top of their game right, right now. That would be a black power couple. That would be. They would make a lot of people happy, right. even I, though black Twitter doesn't matter <laughs> in the end of the day because they talk. They talked a whole lot of shit about uh, Michael B. Jordan right. beforehand. The, the couple weeks leading yeah, up, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, now he's hugging up on oh, Lupita. Oh, now he's the man. Right. Before he was hugging up on a European colonizer-looking right. woman. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then they um, saw him take his shirt off. He was all <laughs> going gaga, right? Yeah, they forgot about that. Um. So, yeah. So And um, and do you, do you know the relationship between um Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan, so why he's in all I, of his I, movies? I don't know the exact reason, but... So my boy Jamal, who directs, and I usually act in his films, right. we always say, yo, we got to be that Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler tandem because they came up together in a way. Uh, I believe Michael B. Jordan's first film role that really gained magnitude was Fruitvale Station. Well, that was one of his, I mean, he was in- He was in movies. films before. He was, like, he was in, like, in Hardball. hardball but and, I mean- uh, That's it. Nothing else. No, has. he was in something else. He was in But one his one coming one. of age, he his was. real- He was. He didn't get any notoriety for Hardball. That was like Keanu Reeves' movie, really. Right. Well, no. No, he was in The Wire. The but, Wire. But I'm talking about like film. Else, I'm there's talking another, about films. There's another film he was in. I'm, try, I'm trying to put my finger on He was in Awkward Moment before Fruitvale Station, or maybe I'm that was around. Go ahead, go ahead. But, Keep uh, talking about, yeah, go ahead. So Fruitvale Station was his first award. Like that, that movie was nominated for a bunch of awards. It gained a lot of notoriety. It was Ryan Coogler's first major film. Um, it was Michael B. Jordan's first lead role in a major film like that that had such... It had a it had a huge impact on culture because it was a you know true story great movie by the way if you haven't seen it check it out uh, I actually that's one of the few movies like I can probably you haven't on, seen it no no listen so I can count on my hands how many like movies I've had like uh, I call it RNS real uh, RNA real nigga allergies like and I like got like a little choked up in oh yeah and that was definitely that one movie of made them. me a little angry to tell you the yeah. truth but yo to answer your question Ken and. Oh, peace. This is Chuck, just in case you don't know who the hell is talking right now. <laughs> oh, this is Chuck. Oh, this up, is the Chuck? dude who gives y'all these videos. <laughs> but nah, um, Friday Night Lights and um, it's that movie. Uh, 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 fuck, what was that movie where he was flying? Chronicle. Yeah, but he well, wasn't. But nobody saw that. Nobody. You cares. crazy? Chronicle was dope. But nobody. It wasn't a award. It wasn't a critically acclaimed movie. It wasn't. I and mean, I mean, Friday Night it, Lights it, it, was. It was a big, it was a big budget Hollywood. But it movie. wasn't critically acclaimed. Fruitvale Station is critically acclaimed. Like that joint went to this film circuit, got nominated. Well, it was an independent film, film circuit. It was Coogler's first film. Yeah, but yeah. So I watched an interview, and I think somebody asked me that same question, like you know why they do a lot of movies together. And he said like they had good vibes from Fruitvale Station. Right. Coogler had this, the uh, script for Creed, and he was like, yo, you should do this. Exactly. So directors, so when I did my first indie film, uh, I'm acting like I've done a bunch of films. I've only done like... Three. When I did my 16th indie film. When I did my first $100 budget film, um, the d director I was working with, he flew out from Atlanta, and we had a conversation, and Ryan Coogler is his favorite director, and he was like, yo... When was this? This was uh, 2016. He was like, yo... I, on some real shit like i love the way that you that you are on camera like whenever i'm out in new york and i have a film that fits your criteria i'm definitely hitting you up for lead roles from here on out and um mustafa shout out to mustafa madi um dope dope director uh but yeah he he basically told that to me so i'm assuming that's the same type of conversation on a huge on a way bigger level that ryan and um and michael had because it's hard to work with certain directors as an actor, and it's even harder sometimes to work as a director with actors because 
they, you know, actors have their set way of how they were taught in acting school and directors have their way on how they want shit to look. So a lot of times directors and actors get into it. So they probably gelled on like a cool like friendship level beyond the, the the screen. They probably chilled and got to know each other on a deeper level than just being in front of the camera. Yeah, so that's how he got in Black Panther. So he tells his story like they, they already casted Chadwick and like Cougar calls and he's like, yo, so I'm, I'm directing Black Panther. You want to be in it? I got a role for See, you. it's cool when you have friends, like, man. He's like, all right, cool, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. It's cool when you have friends. <laughs> I got a role for you, Killmonger. I and Killmonger to the 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 credit of Michael B. Jordan was played really well. And like I can, I, he Killmonger wasn't even. I, I don't have mixed say, I don't, feelings about the I don't, way it I don't, was played. I don't. I don't think he was a villain. I, I think he was an antagonist. He was my favorite character. I think he was an antagonist. And I could see why some people left the movie wanting to side with Killmonger. 100%. Over, um, over T'Challa. Um, go ahead. Why was he your favorite character? Well, Or why did you have mixed feelings about his character? All right. I'll, I didn't have mixed feelings about the character, but I had mixed feelings about the way uh, it was acted out by Mike. Because I had the same issue with Creed. I felt like... I don't want to consider. I don't want to call it overacting in Creed, but it was very. I didn't fully believe him. Like, it felt like he was acting. You know what I'm saying? And like for instance, uh, T'Challa, I completely believed that role. Even his accent, like I didn't question it. But Michael B. Jordan, it kind of felt like he was Forced, forcing me right. to believe that. No, he I, was I could see why you a thug that. from from Oakland. It it just didn't feel natural. Um, but besides the point, like obviously he did a great job. I just don't think it was his. Best role. Best role. His best role to me was Fruitvale Station. Completely believed everything. Like, I didn't, I forgot that I was watching a movie. If I can't forget that I'm watching you act, then to me, you're you're not fully tapping into what you should be tapping into. And that's just as a viewer. Now, why was Killmonger your, your favorite? Killmonger was my favorite character because it's, it's easy for me to relate to Killmonger as somebody who's mixed. Because I thought about it's like, from both sides of the spectrum, um, uh, personal story i didn't meet my my white grandparents till i was like 19 because they didn't want shit to do with me they didn't want they didn't want to meet their son's black children you know what i mean so i met my grandparents when i was 19 my grandma didn't want to have nothing to do with me um she was basically like you know i met her and she was cold she didn't give me a hug uh my grandpa embraced me but when i saw what killmonger dealt with i was like yo i feel him like he knows that this is his lineage at the same time, these motherfuckers don't, don't want to accept him. They don't want to give him his right to what he's actually entitled to. They don't want to believe it because it's like, oh, this Wakandan prince has relations with this uh, regular American black woman when y'all are really the same people. Me, it's a different type of situation, but I got it from that from that point of view. Um, yeah, he had a very deep, complex character. I the, the, the movie, I saw it twice, so I watched black panther twice so far i might see it the third time i'm not sure but i feel like there was just this this complex between being african and being african-american and what you know what that tug of war is like because for instance uh one of my roommates in college his family's nigerian his name is a nigerian name like there's no so a lot of people cannot even uh pronounce it right. whereas you know we had another roommate uh, who was African-American, but at the same time, he would be able to trace his roots back to Africa. 
my 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 African roommates family from from Nigeria, they don't like African Americans. They don't they think African Americans are lazy. They think that they uh fuck up the culture, African culture. They have like this all these crazy stereotypes about African Americans. Vice versa, African Americans have a certain African Americans have stereotypes about Africans and they just don't gel together when in no. reality y'all the same fucking people. Right. So um yo, who's who's Jack is that? So is that your Jack? Ty, is that your jack going on? Nope, that's you, brother. That's no way. Mine is on silent. Mine is not on silent. Nope. <laughs> Damn. Dude. A, I got my headphones on. I'm looking around like, where the fuck is that sound coming from? <laughs> you, I was watching The Office. I was watching The Office last night. And uh, I'm re-watching The Office right, right. now. And uh, Jim, he hid, he hid homeboy's phone in the ceiling. So it kept going off. He's like, where the fuck is my phone? <laughs> Oh man. Um but yeah, so um so wrapping up with that and uh uh definitely if you haven't seen Black Panther, please go see it. Not only because it's a superhero movie, not only because it's an all black cast. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. With great characters, visually stunning, right? I I I didn't know what to go into what type of expectations to go into the to the movie with, but man, I I tell you what um it was it was definitely worth the price of admission and i'm not like a i'm not the type to go into movies all crazy uh i don't i'm not in movie theaters like that um but i did spend the money to go and see that one and i encourage everybody to go see it yeah, um i think it, it it uh in the first week made 462 million dollars i think it might have made two, 500 to, to, well, 500 by I monday mean, they're, they're always gross they're always yeah. you know, off by by a little bit but um uh Within two weeks, it made seven hundred million. It's on the way to a billion dollar film. Third, third um, major film by Ryan Coogler. Uh, budget of two hundred million dollars and flipped it. Flipped it, in a, flipped in, a it week, in a week. In a week. That's a hustle. That's a hustle, man. Um, um, but I know we were shooting off a little bit earlier, um, and we got into the topics of guns. And um, I'm, even before you came, Nick, we started talking about it. And like for. I mean, we've been off for a little bit. Um, uh, so my brother lives in in Florida. Nick, you went to see him when yeah. you were down there, and uh, he doesn't live too far from Parkland. No, I was actually in Florida when Parkland happened. I was in Fort Lauderdale when this occurred, and it's about what twenty minutes, give or take. Not even like yeah, fifteen twenty minutes. 15, 20 minutes. And um, I was like, oh shit, this is this is close by to where I'm at. Right. And I had to hit up Damien and ask where because I didn't know where Aiden went to school, where our cousin lives out there. He goes to school out there, and um. Yeah, Damon was like, yo, that's not too far from Aiden's actual school. And this is what the, how many school shootings have happened in, in 2018 this is, already? This is the 18th shooting. 18th in, in less than three months. Right. Like, what? Um, so, I mean, uh, what, uh, okay, so so here's where I'm at with guns in this country, at least. Um, I view guns like I do, do the word nigga, like the people have problem with guns people white people black people have the problem with the word nigga but here's the thing neither of them are going anywhere anytime soon they are too ingrained in our culture in what we do in our past and they will be here for the at least near future right so what do we do to um I guess, try to alleviate this issue that we have with our obsession with guns. Um, there was the talk of um, putting teachers in school with guns. 
Um, and I could see how initially that would be frowned upon and I would frown upon it too. I do. Me personally, Kenny speaking, I would eliminate, this is how you get rid of, this is how you, how you pretty much, I don't want to say dead a gun issue, but you, this is how you dead, um, mass shootings. You eliminate semi-automatic rifles. That's number one. Semi-automatic rifles have no place or purpose in our American society at all. And people, if you're not in a war zone, you should not have a semi-automatic right. rifle. With the with the uh, if you wanted to make the exception for military people to have them, okay, I I can understand that. For in even so, that I'm still on the fence about. But if you wanted to make that exception, fine. But you you would need to ban semi-automatic rifles with hair triggers and bump stocks and all. That's number one, right? The second thing you do, you raise the price on bullets. You make bullets that cost anywhere from it depends on where you go. They could be uh, a few cents to a few dollars. You raise the price on bullets to 10 to $20 per bullet. What does that make them do? Well, hell, you're not going to be uh, uh, able to buy a massive rounds of ammunition. And if you are, you're make sh- you make sure that the purpose of your ammunition is is not to recklessly use out and, and, and spend all this or, or waste all this uh, ammunition that you've bought recklessly okay so that would be my two uh that was that would be kenny's two solutions i mean you could still keep handguns because like i said guns are not going anywhere there's no way they're going to be eliminated from out our culture they've been well, me, they've they've been tell you they've, why. they've been fear-mongered into and ingrained into people's hands and people have it in their heads once you take away their guns that's it they're coming for you and i disagree with it i 100 disagree with it but there's that and then there's the nra there's the money that the nra has been putting in companies and people's pockets for so long and that lobbyists not only lobbyists but actual companies including um, I, I think it was Dick's Sporting Goods recently, as uh, two days ago, have taken guns out of their stores because they're, they're hunting centers. Do you know that people have boycotted Dick's Sporting Goods because they've taken assault, they've taken rifles and yeah, handguns the, 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 outside? There's of- two ends of the spectrum on it. And, and I mean, speaking of mon- the gun industry's over a $30 billion a year industry for the United States economy, you could buy a small country with $31 billion. So it's not going anywhere. Like, it would be lovely for for semi-automatic assault rifles to be banned. But you know what? Like you said, a lot of that money is being funneled into the pockets of conservative politicians. They're not going to be the ones signing those bills. Right. right now, we're under a conservative conservative government for the most part with the fucking president we have right now. So uh, I agree with you. I mean, semi-automatic rifles should not be in the hands of anybody outside of somebody who's on a war war ground um i am not anti-gun though like there are some people that are anti-gun completely they feel like people should not be able to have guns i don't believe that i want to be able to own a gun or two in my own you know possession i want to be able to have a pistol in my home i want to be able to have a shotgun if i feel like it in a, in a dream world i would not have i would i would be anti-gun but i'm a realist i know there's there's no way there it can ever be in this country at least it can be like that in australia it can be like that in japan it can be like that in every other country outside of this one but with that fucking second amendment right that has kept guns ingrained in our culture as 
people in this country, they're not going anywhere. So you have to take that side exactly. to me, honestly. I mean, some people believe, oh, no, violence begets violence. and blah. I'm like, I'm not owning a gun to shoot people, but... I want to be able to protect myself against people who can shoot people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And also, I mean... But if less people had guns... Then but that's, that's just that's not, not the reality. Happen. That's it's not reality. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an ideology, but it, it will, it's it's not realistic and it's not practical. I don't I don't side with the people who say, I'm not going to do... The, I'm not going to have a gun so I can be one less person that has a gun. Nah, because I trust myself. I know I'm not crazy and I know I'm not going to be a part of a mass shooting. So I want to be able to protect myself against crazy people. I, if I, I agree. I'm the same way i feel like i'm not saying i know i'm going to be in a wealthy position and i know i'm going to want to protect my home and have have something just in case like i i get it but um i do feel like the amount of guns that are out there as far as like access to just no there's no like restriction on getting it i mean there's a, a, a light restriction but nothing that is like you know it's like going to a porn site and says am i 18 yeah click yeah. what's the the, the, the the crazy thing is the only way that that you can honestly get rid of guns is the same reason why there are guns around money if you really want to to get guns out of the hands of people give them money to give up their firearms i mean, you know that, I mean? they've been doing that in chicago for a while and it's yeah. been working and on some levels it works but there are still guns but if you have assault rifles yo give people like pay off their mortgages i will pay off your mortgage <laughs> if you turn in your assault rifle there's way i too, guarantee yeah. you did you guys see that, that skit with the um he was like it's open carry season and i'm pumped and then it's like basically it's like a, a skit in um in a like a coffee shop. So it's like this one um country guy, red white guy, um, with the cowboy hat and he's like, I'm pumped and he um he's waiting he's kinda like waiting on line because somebody's ordering a coffee before him. So he walk another person cuts in the line and like orders a coffee and he, as he's talking to the camera he goes turns around with this like disgusted face, like, Didn't you see there was a line there, bro? And then like basically pulls out his gun or whatever and other guys like hey man he's like i'm you know i'm just a good guy and then all of a sudden the guy pulls out a gun right the guy he's trying to talk to pulls out a gun right then the um red the person behind the cash register is like oh my god everybody got their hands up there they're they're froze they're like you know stuck and shocked then all of a sudden the guy at the cash register pulls out a gun and he pulls out a gun and aims it at these two. He's like, all right, you two put your good uh, put your guns down. The cash register guy and the guy who started off, it's like, I'm a good guy. I'm just trying to protect myself from him. He's like, I'm the good guy. I'm just trying to protect myself from him. Then you got people drinking coffee from the background, looking at the situation like this, scared in the corner. And then all of a sudden, this guy pulls out his gun. He's like, all right, all of you put your guns down. I'm the good guy here. And then it's like, it just, it, it's, it's yeah. a parody. It's, it's a parody exactly of what showing. we're saying, yeah. But it's like that mentality of like- but, it, but that's the thing that sucks man it's like we're at a point now where at what end is it gonna you know what's going where's to be the, the end because the it, it's we're so deep in it that it's not realistic to say if all of us in the room don't buy guns shit is gonna change all right well could we uh, like we at a point in technology right now where i know we can create some type of you know i mean we have animal tranquilizers but i mean there's got to be something that you can shoot somebody and stun them it's man like, but i mean you showed no me the video with japan like we just watched a video about japan's uh gun policies there six bullets the entire the year police officers in japan shot only six bullets in, in 2015 and in, in 17 oh 2017 yeah six bullets from all the thousands of police officers that are out there there've been 33 there were 33,000 gun deaths in the United States that year. Like, just think about that for a second. 
the fact that police officers only shot a gun six times. I mean, we can't. You got to do something to reduce and, and, and the police. To there, the police here, it's shoot first. It's 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 like shoot first. If you're a particular type of cop, so, but, but type of person too. Here, well, here's the thing. It's because they don't like. Remember, I've seen we've seen some um uh YouTube videos. Well, I've seen some YouTube videos where there's a guy in the park holding an open carry, pointing the gun at cops, and they're like, put your gun down, put your gun down. You know what I mean? But if you Bro. got a, a black dude, was it's he like... White? Was he white? Yeah, he was white. So that's why when you say There was a black first, dude in a fucking wheelchair. There was a black dude in a wheelchair. They were telling him to put his hands up. He was like, I'm not putting... Like, I can't... He was, he was fucked up. He was drunk or something. He was like, I'm not... He was just arguing with them. They're like, if you don't put your hands up, if you don't get your hands from off your wheels, like he's hiding a gun in there or some shit, we're going to shoot. This dude is just talking shit. He's drunk. Puts up one hand. Pop, 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 pop. Fools this dude with lead. Falls off his wheelchair. Dude didn't have anything in his wheelchair. Well, it's the reason why it's shoot first, ask questions last is because guns are so prevalent in our society. And so the, in a police officer's Listen, mind, man. right or wrong, most of the time I, wrong, but I mean, I, I they, will, they, they shoot first. I will first tell you a personal because story. Because they feel like some they're going to get shot first. I will tell you a personal story of what my birthday was like last year in Key West, Florida. I was in Key West, Florida for my 26th birthday. Three cars of us, three cars of family, we're driving to the uh, the dock. We're about to go snorkeling, driving from our hotel. I have one swim trunks and a tank top. In the car with me, I have my mom and my aunt. Driving tinted windows, I'm driving uh, Uncle Keith's BMW. Uncle Keith's riding in a BMW in front of me. Damien's on this side. So I'm trying to make a left turn. We're at a four-way intersection. I'm trying to make a left turn. I'm in the uh, the right lane. Damien's in the left turn lane, turn only lane. He's like, yo, come in front of me once the light turns green. So the left turn only lane is uh, green. My my lane is red. But I wanted to make sure I got in front of Damien. So I made that, that uh, left turn, got in front of him, went to the green light. All of a sudden, I see lights behind me. I'm like, oh, I don't think I did anything illegal, but... You know, traffic laws are different in every state. Pull over, Uncle Keith and the front car, they pull over too because we're all riding together. So as soon as that car pulled over and then I was in the middle, the cop stopped. He got on the speaker. He was like, front car, drive away now. Like, drive away now. Do not stop your vehicle. Uncle Keith gets out of his car. <laughs> By the way, our uncle's this Jamaican. Jamaican. He's just a Jamaican, Jamaican dude, dark-skinned yeah, yeah. dude, very chill. He do, he wouldn't hurt a fly. Gets out of his vehicle. He's just chilling because he wants to make sure his car is good because I'm driving his car. So I'm like starting to feel a little weird, and I'm like, "Yo, what the, what's going on?" This dude is still on his loudspeaker. because, like, I repeat, get back in your vehicle and drive away. So I'm like, "Yo, please, Uncle Keith, get in the car and drive away." So Max. Drives the car. Uncle Keith stays there, but he walks in the distance. Like he's just kind of like walking away. You gonna stay here and watch? Yeah, he's like, nah, I left me bima. <laughs> nah, I left me BMW. So, fast forward a little bit. The cop is talking to me now. He's like, you know, usually cops will get to your get to your window, ask for your license and registration. This dude is like, driver of the vehicle, put your hands outside of the window. I'm like, fuck, dog. I'm about to get shot. Like I'm in Florida. I'm about to get shot for sure. Put my hands out the window. Yo, my hands are shaking and I'm I'm vexed. I'm tight. This is my birthday. Shake. This always. is my birthday. I'm supposed to go snorkeling. I'm just trying to have a good time with my fam, not doing shit. I wasn't drunk. Get out of the car. He's like, get out of your vehicle and walk slowly to my car and put my put your hands on my hood. 
I'm like, yo, fuck you in my head. Like, I hate. At that moment, I was like, yo, I fucking hate cops, man. So I got out and I and I yelled at him. I was like, why are you asking me to get out of my car? You have given me no reason. He was like, do not speak unless you are spoken to. What 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 nationality do you think this cop is? He was black. It was a black cop that's telling me to do this. So that's when I was really tight because I'm like, yo. I'm like, but I'm saying like, yo, you see me in the car with with two older black women. Was there a white guy in the car with him? No, but himself. But he called backup, bruh. Called backup and the backup was white. I mean, that's that's protocol. So I'm out my car. I'm in fucking swim trunks and a tank top. This dude starts questioning me. He's like, Do you have any drugs in the vehicle? No. Do you have any guns in the vehicle? No. All right. Get back in your vehicle and go get the registration. And when I tell you to come out and give it to me, give it to me. I'm like, why don't you just come to my car? He's like, do not speak unless I'm like, yo, fuck this dude, man. Get back in the car, give him all my shit. 35 minutes pass, yo, at least 35 minutes of me just sitting there waiting. He Baby. tells me to get back out the car. I'm like, mom, I think I'm about to go to jail. So if anything happens, like, you know what I'm saying? Just pick me up on Monday. <laughs> you know, I get back to him. He's like, all right, brother, you're all good. Sticks out his hand to give me a, a fucking, and I was just like, I was just looking. I felt like, Coon I felt like, um, I felt like Lawrence oh, yeah. Fishburne and, and Boys in the Hood. But That's did, how I did, felt. Did you give him the pound though? Yeah, I gave him the pound. <laughs> yeah, I gave him the pound. Following bro. all instructions. <laughs> yeah, I gave him the pound because he didn't give me a ticket. And he was like, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Nigga had the nerve to say happy birthday. Fuck you too, fam. But uh, you know what I was thinking in my Did head. you ask him why you pulled him over? Why he got, like, what was... He said I made an illegal turn. And then he said he felt threatened because the car in front of me stopped. And I was like, so that Jamaican dude hop out, nigga. Yeah, like, I mean, I ain't fucking with you. I, I, from that point of view, I, I'll play devil's advocate, and I, I get, I understand that part. Yeah, but at the same time, yo, it just felt like that's just there. You know, it, it the, the society is so fucked up right now with the relations between police civilians. officers and civilians. Yeah, it's like I feel like you want to kill me, and you as the cop feels like feel like I want to kill you. And it's just a bad, but you're the one with the gun all the time. What, what do you, what, okay, so what do you feel about guns being in schools? I feel like that's just ridiculous. Because at the end of the day, you're just putting more guns in hands of people who, hey, all right. Somebody if gets we a had a system like Japan, where you have to go through all these rig- rigorous exams, tests, uh, personality tests uh, to make sure you're not crazy, okay, maybe uh, one person should be designated in that school to carry a gun. Like, you should have a designated military officer or somebody in the school. The same way they have military officers in Grand Central, maybe you should have military officers in schools. So that's where I was leading to. It and, well. and you know what I think is coming with technology? I believe that eventually high schools will be uh, obsolete. I feel like high school students will not be going to a physical school one day. Oh, I think... No. No, let me tell you why. Because the same way that they have colleges where you can take classes online, no. I believe that at a certain age, high school students will be able to be home and they will start pouring all of defense funds into no, protecting elementary no, school students. No, so you're reducing all social interaction with anybody. I mean, well, that's, no way. We're, we're definitely going to get to that. I no feel way. like we're getting there, no not way. even for protection no reasons. Way. Why not? No why do they have online colleges then? Why do they have online colleges? They have online colleges for people where it's not convenient for them to go during regular college hours. That's not why, only that. That's why online, but that's the re, that's the main reason why online classes but exist. Look, we're getting for people that work night, uh, work during days and can't go to school at night because okay. they 
okay. with kids and stuff. Okay. So that's the main purpose. But what about working guys, remotely? More and more companies that are being created are okay, starting so people working remotely. Purple work programs work as well. remotely but because it's cheaper for them to not own the office space exactly. for the Exactly. And when you talk about cheaper, to but, be able to defend students, it's going to be cheaper to let older people who can take no, care of themselves. No. Like, I feel like well, 16 but, and but up. But then you look at, like, was it Sandy Hook with the elementary school? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, I mean, obviously that was a particular There's, case bro, you know that was I mean? a little bit different because of the, 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 with the mom and everybody, it wasn't anything targeted to the children, even though the children were still in a, a victim. Most of the other shootings are due to but, like bullying. But and, we're not going right. to be able to afford to put paid military officers yes, we in can. every single yes, school. Yes, we can. That is bullshit. Yes, we can. That is fucking bullshit. So wait, so wait, 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 I'm not saying we can't. The only reason why I call bullshit is because out of every tax dollar that we pay, 56% of that goes to the military. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying we can't monetarily, but that will be the you know that's going to be the the, the back and forth between uh, Republicans and Democrats it's going to be about tax dollars but so in order to cut that down cut the argument down I feel like eventually they're going you have to protect the young ones no before no yes no no so look there aren't schools hello. Sh- wait hold on hello no, ahead, I have so. a question because we all grew up in New York yeah and I grew up I went to a high school that had metal detectors and you're supposed to have school safety but my school was so violent that we had cops. Right. So, like... My, my school had cops, too. I said, that was my question. I wanted to know, did y'all have cops? Yeah, cops? I had a school no, resource yeah. officer in my school. No, there was cops. One, of the, one of the dudes like, actually like, tried to take Officer Zenon's gun one time during a fight. It was crazy. Like, this dude knocked this other guy out. Officer Zenon went over, helped him up. Dude is, like, kind of holding on to Officer Zenon's, like, waist. He reaches to grab his gun out the holster, but in order to take a cop's gun out the holster, yeah, their leg about. has to actually, like, go a certain way. There's, like, some type of maneuver that has to happen for the gun to come out. You can't just pull it out. Um, so I was like, oh, shit. Like, you got a cop in the school trying to protect everybody, and somebody's actually trying to take his gun to shoot the dude who just knocked him out. And that's one of the things that I was trying to bring up about having even more guns in the school, because if you get one person who's a little... Um, not on point or that kid who's like watching somebody knowing their schedule knowing where the locker's at wherever they keep it on them or you know you if the teacher's not on whoever is, is just not on point yeah. it gives the opportunity for somebody to mm. be like I got the gun there I should, got the gun yeah, now there should be no reason teachers are regular people a lot of them the same way cop, people shouldn't be cops a lot of people are so dumb they shouldn't be teachers so i wouldn't want a lackadaisical regular person that just settled for a teaching job to not to say you settle when you get a teaching job but the only job they could get at the moment was a teaching job or a teaching assistance job and you're like teachers in new york work really hard i know that but they keep do going. but they what do. i'm saying is like i put on for teachers in new york they go through it 100 percent. yeah and i'm not saying i don't put on for teachers but some people take a teaching job when they really want to do something else and they're not really He's happy. He's talking teaching. about the un- There's some fucked unmotivated up teachers. teacher. There are a lot of teachers in New York State that should not be teachers. They're fucking terrible at teaching. Well, I'm going to say they're terrible. No, they're terrible you know, at teaching. So here's, here's where, here's where <laughs> I'll, I'll, here's what I'll say is that the system that they teach upon and how they're graded and how they're judged is shitty so they don't have to be good teachers. It's not even a well they're just shitty people that become teachers even in good school districts. Also, they find a way to get in the school district and they're teachers because good benefits you, once you get tenured you're always going to have a job. People, The same way with cops people become cops because you're always going to have a job. You only exactly. have to work 20 years. You get the fucking benefits. It's a great... Oh, I, that, I mean, I, I, America, with cops, I agree. More than teachers. No, no it's the same thing. I, I, I think the entire America is based in, like in, that. In New York, in New York, 
you if I know just because I know a lot of teachers that you have to do a lot to become a teacher way more than you have to do to, to become, become a, a police cop. officer and the benefits are better as a cop than it is as a police officer way better and better you have to do way less shit as a, as a cop than it is as a teacher and you get paid way better as a cop better than a teacher I get that but I just feel well, I feel City. like there's a lot of when I get what he's saying there's um, when you look at the percentage, there's more displaced energy as far as what people are intending or wanting to do the, versus what they are actually doing. The educational doing. system is is almost, if not more, as fucked up as the criminal justice system, especially in New York. New York has one of the most backwards uh, elementary and high school programs in the country, and we should have one of the most progressive. Like, we shouldn't be on the same... Our test scores are fucked up. Teachers are socially promoting people because they're too lazy to actually put in the work to teach people the right way. Um, but besides that, forget all that, I don't think teachers should have guns. I don't think that's... And there should be That's not a solution. <laughs> Donald like Trump... And any, I'm sorry, but anything Donald fucking Trump suggests i'm like almost automatically against it so even if he had if he said something logical i'm automatically gonna like think no no i don't want to do that and then on another note this dude he's just so ridiculous like did you hear what he said about oh i think i would have i really believe i would have honestly you know what i'm saying i'm not even giving that comment the time of it i'm not even giving that comment the time of day um yeah right and he dodged draft five times and 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 come on scumbag is gonna do, take do his you, life do you believe else's. that uh teachers should have guns um i'm not completely against it what Why? If? i'm not completely against Here, it i'll be real i would rather if i had it if i do believe that there should be some sort of protection whether it be by actual police officers retired military or uh teachers that have been through a rigorous amount of training yeah, to but have how, that how would teachers I don't have the time to go through that type of training maybe it's not I mean, a teacher but maybe they hire someone like when you go on a plane they have uh, the marshals US marshals exactly right? Right. so I feel I because in my opinion it's like you give somebody a, a, a gun a teacher and if I'm not built for that not saying me because I'm not that type of mentality but thinking of Thinking of anybody executing something, when you try to execute something, your job is to succeed. You're not going right. to right. do and something that is... So knowing that there is a person with the gun in there, you might go take that person out first. And not even that. And then but, after that, you but, can still go do your business. But everybody but, so should it, do their job the way their job is designed that to person, be done. You Teachers have to, are not designed to be killers. Right. And even there, I mean, there are some police officers, even there was a police officer that waited outside the building in Parkland oh, yeah. that did not go in. Because once that, I mean, you could talk about it. He had to what, resign, but, I believe. But, I mean, once like, you hear that, yeah, 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 I mean, bro, you could talk about it. But once you hear that, like Ty said, that either it's fight or flight. That's why I believe it should it should be military personnel who are built and, to fight. And once you, once you hear that, Bro, I heard they from the Snapchat video. I saw the Snapchat video before I knew what, uh, before they said anything about a gun. When I heard that, I said, dog, that's an AR-15. I've shot an AR-15. I know exactly what that sounds like. So for somebody that has a handgun going against, that has, t t what, 8 to 16 in the chamber going up against something that shoots off 45 shots that's in a thing. minute. I mean, people Bro, judge and call it's, the man. It's, it's. You know, it's a different a coward, feeling, but man. Put you yourself like, in those right. shoes. It's a you different don't know feeling, man. Until you put yourself in those shoes. So I am not criticizing them that shells dude is long, B. They like pause. They like this long, man. Them shits puncture, bro. That dude, if you have a family, right? Put yourself in that dude's shoes. You have a family. You got three kids at home. You got a wife at home. You're a school resource officer with a nine millimeter pistol. one <laughs> nine millimeter pistol with one round of ammunition, twelve bullets. 
Are you really, you hear an AR-15 go off. Dude might have 500 bullets on him. What are you going to do? You really tell me you're going to go up and be like Donald Trump with a with, vest. or without a gun and go ham? No, you're not. I know I'm not. I'll keep it 100. If I have a wife at home and I have a pistol and I'm a school resource officer, look, I'm I'm not going to, I'm I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. That might be my job, but maybe I should choose another job. And that's why they should not have a person in a school with just a with just a handgun. The same way, I'm going to repeat myself. You go to Grand Central Station, there's at least 10 officers, More than that. 10 at least 10 More military officers right by the clock with AR-15s them damn selves with vests on. Mm-hmm. Put a couple of those dudes in certain in schools. Those people. I mean, but so if you have a guy walking around like that around a school, man. That just I would cr- feel way that, more safe. Nah, I hear you, but students. that creates a different environment, man. But it is a different environment. But it, man. it creates a different environment. But I, I think I think kids will get adjusted to it. They'll be, you know, yeah. they'll. Be, I don't feel but, weird when I go into Grand Central anymore think, and I sit and I see these dudes. Right, but you did the first time you did, and, and just, it just became second nature, and you adjusted to it. But should I know the. Have, should your kids have to become accustomed to seeing a guy from the military walking around rather? full? And what would you rather? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. What would you rather? I would rather we ban AR-15s But that's in not general. realistic. Yeah, that but, is realistic. No, it is not. Yeah, banning, but, AR, banning the sale of AR-15s is a re, that's realistic. So wait, what, getting rid of all wait, guns? Getting rid of all okay, That's not so realistic. What, what I'm saying, what, even uh, if you get rid of AR-15s, there are still other weapons that, that can be brought. Or even if they're illegal, you're still going to have people that get their hands can, on illegal weapons. Yeah, you can get other guns that shoot off. Yo, there are dudes that have um, so many illegal... There are dudes that have grenade launchers in their basement. You think they sell that at Dick Sporting Goods? I would rather have a, an ex-retired military personnel, somebody that has done their four or five tours and they're done. Uh, somebody that's 35, 45, that is very walking and able, looking like Joe Girardi, walking around the high school. I would rather have one of them than to have... Have a guy decked out in all military gear with his pump vest and his AR-15 hanging around his shoulder. Because what you're doing is you're, in essence, saying that your school is a war zone. In in a sense. In I don't a feel sense, like Grand Central is a war zone. I just feel like you, I... But you don't feel that because you've become just accustomed to it because it's sub-nature. Anybody that... A foreigner that comes from Germany and goes into Grand Central that has never seen that in anywhere that they've been to in Germany and comes into Grand Central and sees guys with AR-15s walking around in full combat boots, it's a little off... It's okay, a little in my opinion... I would rather my children know that if something was to happen, there is somebody in their school that's going to let off rounds on the person that's attacking them. All right, I got a I got a personal situation. I went to Cancun uh, last year, the, like the mid, middle of the year, and um, I stayed on a resort. And then you know, you obviously want to go get to the strip, so I, right. we you know traveled to like the main area, and it was a little offsetting because I seen these dudes. With a on the back of a uh, like a like a F one fifty kind of truck, with um like a halo looking type shit. Like the guy who's driving it, and the <laughs> one who shoot. I'm dead ass. That shit was so like I was like, y'all really need that out here. And right. I got and I got to. So touch. that's how I, I get right. what you're saying. To double, but to double on it that. made me feel like hey. But to exactly to shit double is, on that, shit is on lock. I don't know you what that. I mean, no, it makes bro, you feel like you shit went is to Europe last year. But it's like you went to Europe Damn, last year. It's, it's like that out here. But I went to Italy. I went to Italy in 2016. Italy is not. You don't see Italy on the news with a whole bunch of mass shootings going on right now. But at the train station at Italy, there were dudes in military gear with AR-15s with semi-automatic rifles. I didn't feel crazy. 
yeah, I'm from New York, but yo, this shit goes on all over the world. It's not just New York that has military personnel protecting people. And if anything, you go to Mexico, you go to Jamaica, you go to any country but in there, the Caribbean. But there is a difference between train stations that are that can be a uh, potential terrorist attack area. Bro, there's, schools are terrorist a, attack no, areas right schools now. Schools are not terrorist attacks. Okay, so why have not, there been not 18, mass, okay. 18 mass shootings but, but, at schools but, this year? Okay, so, but those aren't deemed, they're not, and that's another issue that I have is that this kid is not deemed a domestic terrorist. But he he's is dimmed, a terrorist. He's deemed as someone with mental health issues. That's, some, that's the white media that's saying that. No, that that's, that not, that's not the white, that is the media. Well, what is the media? What, like I said, that is the media. But whatever, you, however, is, you wanna, however you want right, to paint it. But what I'm saying is, it is a terrorist. Schools are targets. They've been targets in America. <laughs> there should be are, no reason why there are hundreds at this point, hundreds at this point since Columbine of students that have been shot. I mean, it's at 18, school. 18 school shootings this and year. It's 2018. That's a fucking terrorist target. We're, we're, we're not even. If we're, that's not a terrorist target, I don't know what it tomorrow is. Tomorrow is yeah, the but first. What do you compare? The, what are you saying as a, as a terrorist target? Yo, just to me, just a somebody brought isn't a somebody that fucking dresses a certain way or does a terrorist I agree target is a place where people decide to kill people. A plane is a t anything can be a terrorist target. Anywhere where there are people can be a terrorist. A subway is a terrorist target. I get on that shit every day. Anywhere where there is a group of people that can be targets is a terrorist target because that's the world we live in. And it sucks to say that, but it's the truth. And it seems like a school just has a little bit more personal um, energy that is always um, directed to it. Obviously, you do have subways, you do have planes, you do have buildings, but sometimes that's more of like, when you when these things happen, it's more of like a government issue or something, somebody's trying to make a bigger point to someone in a different, I'm going to attack your city, you know what I mean? Versus where in the schools, it's like they have these personal vendettas and, 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 and they're going to people directly versus like and then at this point it's like taking candy from a baby and baby in a messed up way for cowards who really want to kill people they're not going to go into grand central station or they're not going to go into port authority and try to shoot shit up because they know what's waiting for them over there they go into a high school with nobody there they can kill the dude killed people i think he was only in the school for two minutes and he and he murdered 17 people in two minutes you going to Grand Central Station? You're not murdering 17 I'm people. I'm not going to lie. I'm, so listen, I worked in Grand Central Station. I worked in Grand Central Station for a good, I want to say five months, uh, four or five months. I worked at the Starbucks Grand Central Station. And and about after the first couple weeks, I started thinking, I was like, yo, something could really go down in here. I think about that so, every time I walk Something can there. really go down. And it's not like, I mean, granted, they have, like you said, the armed officers by the clock towers. And they have a couple walking around. But something there is still there is nothing to stop anybody from coming in there with something. Something strapped to their yep. chest and detonating that Yo, shit in know, the middle of rush well, hour. Well, in those situations, that's that's kind of like what you know these NRA is saying in general. You can't stop anybody who has a plan. If I decide to do a anything at any given moment, I can decide to do it. Now, um, I guess how like I guess like a, a, you can't stop someone from doing that. But if somebody does come in with a plot of kind of shooting and stuff like that, it gives it gives the person more. Like like I was saying before, when you are trying to uh. Um, accomplish something anything you, you want to succeed that's why you see people who rob old women in elevators because it's an easy target you know what i mean i always say don't make yourself a target okay don't come don't be on the train drunk laying and down my, at night my You're question be a target. my question to the nra would be tell me how many terrorist attacks have happened on planes since 9 11 tell me how many bombs you've seen go off in new york city since that pipe bomb last year or for the past 10 years and then tell me how many mass shootings have happened because of your 
assault rifles that you allow people to have. Bro, what they'll say is that guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, people kill people, but people with guns kill people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, people with exactly. assault rifles kill people. I not mean, people with bombs. Look, I don't go in I don't go into to a train and, a, and see people with bombs. It's an uphill battle. Yo, they had they had the, the, the kids from Parkland asking Marco Rubio to his face. How much money? I literally yeah. I literally turned on CNN. How much at money this have moment you gotten from when your, they when they asked they was like Marco Rubio, you've received forty no, I'm sorry, a hundred thousand dollars from the NRA. Will you agree that you will not take any more money from them? He couldn't he, give them a he, yes. No, he looked at them in the face he and said, said, No, I will still take their money because they support my cause. Looked at them in the face and he told them that. Did. Once that ha- like if they can be that bold and, and brazen about it, that's, about that's res- the Trump though. That's the Trump that's the Trump effect. It's not even the it's Trump, not effect. Even Trump effect. It's just it's, this has been happening for years. Bro, the NRA is so infiltrated. I didn't really didn't even I like I you knew, didn't know, right? But I didn't know it was Yo, so infiltrated. That NRA, NRA gun members got discounts on cars. Everywhere. How? What? How's? Where's the every every car rental state? Every car rental company in the U.S. had a had a discount for right. AAA and NRA. Delta got is getting washed right now by there's a there's a bill in Georgia because Delta's headquarters are in Georgia right now. Right? Delta has backed away from the NRA and said we will not. Give NRA members discounts anymore. That's all they said. They said we can't align ourselves with what y'all are doing right now. There's a bill in the Georgia Congress because, like I said, their office are in, in it are, are around that Georgia Atlanta area where there are conservative members of Congress that are holding up that bill and trying to make that shit fall on the its lieutenant face governor to keep them from getting a forty million dollar tax break because of the, the lieutenant of what they have, the lieutenant because they're going against the NRA. The lieutenant specifically, the lieutenant it. governor of Georgia sent out a tweet saying that he was going to hold up that tax right. break this, basically this is how this is how and, and, and he doesn't maybe he doesn't realize this because he's an old dude that isn't keen with technology but once he sent out tweet out that's suggesting that you're doing illegal activity that's not a legal thing to do uh you're saying the nra has you in their back pocket and you're doing basically that uh, you're doing political you tyranny that's basically called because blackmail. of what they're telling you to do yeah, man. It's I mean, but this is why I say like guns aren't going. It's like it's like the N word. It's not going anywhere, right? So it's dealing with it and coming to grips with the with the realities of the situation and making the best uh, solutions with the situation uh, situation and scenario that we've been placed on. Once again, I would ban assault rifles. I would ban AR-15s. And this is coming from someone that's shot an AR-15. Yeah, it's I mean it's a cool feeling shooting. If you there's a gun range down in Jersey right across the, the um George Washington I'm Bridge. Not gonna lie, it, that's another reason why I honestly would want to gun for yeah. myself. I'm not saying and it sounds bad because of the, the the shit that's going on, but I know my personal self, it does feel good after a you know, it's the same way it feels good to shoot release. darts. Yeah. The same way it feels good to shoot pool or to drink. Like, or to it's drink. just a stress. It's release. a stress. It's an activity right. for some people. Plus, but it's it's competitive because they give you the target. Exactly. You see if How many times have up. you gone to Playland and used the BB gun and shot out a target? It actually, it's it's fun. Right. So, but America has destroyed it being fun and turned it into a blood sport, and it's just it's it's fucked up. Oh well, we were supposed to get on some some calmer cooler stuff i'm sorry ladies i i, I know I, I put i promised y'all some some wine stuff i got some wine questions so um we're gonna save that um for a later date um but i mean this has been this has been a conversation um yeah man definitely uh stay engaged the tip for the evening um i've just been drinking coffee like I, i'm still you still you still uh sober right man ah! <laughs> i'm still sober <laughs> 
But uh, I don't know if I should. I should. Uh, I'm gonna take your word for it. What? I heard that you're not sober. Uh, who told you that? I heard you were uh you were over in in, in Dominican Republic. I was uh, in DR. I heard you were over in DR. I was L L L Hefe. Yep. Heard you, heard you had a drink? Nope. Who lied to you? <laughs> First of all, you're a liar. You were not there. <laughs> they wouldn't let this Listen. dude. They wouldn't let this dude because he had shorts on. So see, this is how rumors start. I haven't had a drink. I haven't had a drink since January January first. Yep. And that all is right. a fact. I'll take your word for it. You don't have to take my word for it. It's the fact. It's the truth. That's, I, and that's I don't know who heard. lied to you. Might have told you different. I'm not gonna say any names, but uh, I, I, I know. I know the boy that's sitting next to you. <laughs> 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 Hmm. He didn't say nothing to me. Hmm. Dave didn't. But, yeah, but, there was a reason why he didn't say but nothing. But Dave, Dave had a drink. I mean, I mean, shit. I don't blame him, man. <laughs> live, live it up. Have a drink, bro. Live your life. No, I'm. But I, uh, I, but I, no, I'm still on it. I think it might be day sixty. I have to count. But um, I think I'm halfway through. Almost at one twenty. Uh, have I been tempted to have a beer? Yes, I want a cold beer. I want a fucking cold Heineken when I get home from work sometimes. Bro, they popped two Hennessy bottles in front of me. You think I didn't want to have a cup? You, you think I didn't want to have a shot? That's the one. Th I used to love Hennessy before I before I did this thing. I'm not going to drink Hennessy You're anymore. crazy. I will. I'm not going to drink I Hennessy am, anymore. I am. I am I'm still not, a I'm brown juice. Drink, nah. I am still a brown juice general. I, I'm the only brown that I'm drinking is scotch from now on. Nah, I'm Gucci. I'm I'll gonna, have a crazy I'm gonna headache. I'm going to stick with, with, with gin and, and, and good tequila. Very good tequila. And beer. But now I'm, I, I decided that I'm going to hold myself. I don't. I know that I can have extreme amounts of fun now. Like the dopest part about this experience for me, uh, not having a drink since the first of January is, I've had some of the most funny conversations, uh, great times with people. I've been to places where I've been able to see that yo, this type of shit actually isn't fun because the only time it's been fun is when I've had drinks in my system. Mm. So I know I don't have to do these certain things anymore. Uh, but I've also been able to, you know, have fun in other ways. Like you don't have to rely on liquor to start conversations. Uh, and I've saved, I've saved a ton of money on my car insurance. Like I haven't spent, I haven't Sound spent like a Geico commercial. That's exactly right where I was pulling it from. <laughs> nah, I, I, I've, I haven't spent uh, money in restaurants or or parties other than food. And I've been drinking a lot of water. I feel very yeah. healthy. I mean, I've been I've been on my uh, yeah, man. Somebody said you had a drink, yo. I was I was contemplating talking about it on the cast. I wish you would have. I wish you would have brought it up earlier, because then I would have called him a liar. Who told you that? I'm Bring it up. No, that say, that it. say it. Say it. They work with me. Okay, you can say it. Say it. You can say it. Fab. <laughs> yeah. Fab. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Fab. Why don't you call it? Why don't you we'll call, call her on call air? Fab on the phone? Okay. Call yeah. Fab on air right now. I don't know if Fab going to pick my phone. Okay. Because Fab said that you had a drink. Nope. So we all took, so here's what, <laughs> I, here's what Fab might be talking about. Yeah. Where we all, like, when they got, because Fab pulled up around the same time, uh, about maybe two hours, two, two and a half hours after we had been this there, This kind of right? sounds like, this No, listen, listen, like, listen. Like, I see what happened. What no, happened. it's not. <laughs> we y'all shut the fuck up for a second? We all did like a big shot, right? So So you drank. No, I okay. didn't. What I did was there was cranberry at the table. I poured cranberry into my plastic cup. And if you want to go get the videotape, because I know it's floating out there, um, everybody did like a cheers with a shot of Hennessy, and I was the only one that had the plastic cup full of cranberry juice that was watered down. But we're not gonna talk about that, Pino. Um but yeah, but oh yeah, we went out for P's birthday on uh, on Sunday. So that was oh, a good. Happy, time. happy belated P. Happy belated P. Did he die? Um P was P was on his <laughs> deathbed. Dave was dead. P was on his deathbed. Dave was dead. I saw a video Dave of Dave doing some dance. He was uh he was dancing with one of the the Henny, he was like battling the dude Chris Styles from the Henny Palooza. Right. Yeah, that's and you know what's <laughs> it's funny you say that. 
What happened? That was the first time I've ever seen Dave like dance. <laughs> Can Dave I dance? Say, I was saying that to someone. I, I might have been Jules. Like, yo, bro. It was that. Hello. Oh. Hey, Fab. Oh, hey, Fab. Fab. Hey. Fab was good. It's the last call podcast. What's up? Oh, that's so funny. I just literally passed the street. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, you should have came down. We would have had a conversation. Don't, don't, say, don't say where you at, All right. Though, All right, just, Fab. Yeah. I, I, this, I, is Nick, I, this is Nick speaking. I want to... Um, oh, no. I won't say the address, but I'm just saying, um, I Fab, thought you were calling me because you saw me. That's how close I am. So, Here Fab, we see you. So, Fab, I want to... Uh, I want to put out a, a disclaimer right yep. now. So we were ending the episode. Oh, oh, I know what this is. All right. <laughs> so we were, we were ending the episode. We were ending the episode. And uh, Ken said that, uh, you know, he put up his coffee cup. And he was like, yo, uh, I, honestly, I'm, I'm sticking to coffee and water. He was like, yo, Nick, you still on it? Like, you still sober? And I looked at him with the, you, you, know, you know the meme of the dude who has on the yep. Gucci hat and the red cup? And he kind of just looks at him like, mm. yes, yeah, So I looked at him and I was like, well, well, I'm still sober. And he was like, what you mean, though? What you mean? And I'm like, well, somebody, I'm not going to say any names. And I didn't say any names. <laughs> Fab, I made, him, I made him say your name. I didn't say it. He, he guessed it. I, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know, somebody <laughs> told me that you had a drink when you were at El Jefe for Pete's birthday. Untrue. So Ken is denying that. So I don't know if you so want to clear we, it up. We, we just want to so hear. We just want to hear your story. We want to hear your story. First of all, there's video. Okay, what is the video of? <laughs> oh no, no, what is the video? What did I? Say? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go what ahead. did I say? Didn't continue. I did say there was video? Continue, continue, continue. There is video evidence. Okay. <laughs> um. Wait, 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 Fab. So there's there's video there's there's video evidence of Kenny drinking liquor before the 120 days. Nope. Nope. Um, there there is a pouring. There is a pouring. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if there's a consumption. Yeah, yeah. There is a pouring. There was a pouring. Yes. Okay. The wasting of a of a of a henny shot is punishable by death. So I don't know what what. So you're not sure if he poured it if he wasted it or not. I'm just saying, these are the things that I have on tape. Okay. Let's all look at the, the Let's tapes. review the videotape. We'll bring okay. it up next episode. Yep. Next, next episode. episode we'll, Fab, we'll, we'll, we, we appreciate you, man. Thank I'll you. See, I'll see you at yeah. work tomorrow. Thank you, Fab. Oh, okay. I am Mike Nick. All right. <laughs> That's funny. Well, hey, man, you stuck to your guns. We got Fab on the phone. She said she has video evidence. She didn't explain further detail onto where that video go- went after Alleg- the pouring allegedly. of the Hennessy. Let me see if I have it. So Kenny allegedly... <laughs> let me see if I have it. Just, allegedly... Just to shut all this shit down. Let me did see not drink. He's still on the boat with me. Because Dave hopped out the boat like three weeks ago. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm out of here. I got... <laughs> um, Dave was in the bag. But I'm, yeah, I'm still on the boat, man. This sober life is actually... It feels empowering. That That's the... Uh, the audio of Ken in in um, DR. Um, we, by the way, we called Dykeman. Shut your face! Uh, shut your Stop face! It. Shut your face! Stop I'm gonna edit this shit out. Stop it right now. Yeah, they're winding, dutty winding. No, I don't have that video. All right, um, so yes, I did not have a drink. What you think I'm gonna go with the entire watch these niggas drink two fucking Hennessy bottles just to front like oh no I didn't have a shot no facts be facts bring a Bible out put my hand to it um but yeah 
like I said, go back in, into the covering all our bases, right? Um, we're going to catch up with y'all next week. Um, hopefully, Dave will be with us, and uh, we'll see what we can do uh, about the wine stuff. But um, yeah, stay abreast, man. Like, make your voice heard. Um, I, shout out to uh, Emma from uh, Parkland because she's definitely making her voice heard. And uh, those kids, man, I swear I didn't think, and I'm, I'm still skeptical, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm not really op. Uh, I'm not an optimist on what can be done about gun regulation, but I thought that them, uh, I never thought that them having that situation happen to them would spur to some sort of physical or at least emotional uh, swaying and ra uh, of rage and, and change regarding gun violence. But it seems like they finally uh, had a nerve hit and they've been able to hit a nerve, whereas this hasn't been something that's just gone away after three days of it happening, four days of it happening. And, and whether it leads to actual change, I mean, we'll see. Um, but I mean, I still, I still rock with them kids, man. Like they, they out there putting their voices out and they're not, it doesn't sound like they're stopping anytime soon and they're going to make their voice heard. And if they're not going to make their voice heard, they're going to make their vote be heard when they're voting in another, uh, two years, three years. So, um, yeah. So, um, oh, that vote gonna be real serious. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Like, what's the backlash behind all this? So, I mean, but we got all the time in the world uh, to talk about that. We'll be here next week. Um, signing out. My name is Ken. I'm Nick. And you've listened to the oh, go ahead, Ty. And I'm Ty. <laughs> <laughs> and you've listened to the last gold podcast. <laughs>